Welcome to the Your Courageous Life podcast, where we discuss psychology and tools to help you create better habits, cultivate discipline, and live with courage, aka grit and emotional resilience. I'm your host, Kate Swoboda. Learn more about my books and get additional resources at yourcourageouslife.com. And now, here's today's episode. Hey, hey there, friends. Today, we're going to talk about getting things done. And whether you are someone who falls on the end of things where you're like, I love a good, (laughs) here are the tips, tricks, hacks for getting things done, or someone who falls on the other end of things and you're kind of like, ugh, hate time management, struggle with time management, struggle with getting things done, don't like being organized, it's all just, ah, feels overwhelming. I think that there is something here for you. And in fact, I'm actually going to start on that end of things where people are going, I struggle to get things done and it feels really overwhelming. Used to be me. Believe it or not, used to be me. I tell you, man, my first few years of being a driver, I like wrecked the brakes on my car because I was always rushing to get somewhere and always late. That has changed. And I'm going to talk about how we can change some of this in this episode on getting things done. So um, just so everybody's really, really clear, I can completely relate to the feeling of how do I get things done? It feels overwhelming. I don't feel like I'm good at it. And I might have said this in some other podcast episodes. I do think it bears repeating. You can learn how to be more organized with your time and therefore get things done and approach how you get things done differently as a skill. So in the same way that there was a time when you didn't know how to read and you had to start with first learning the letters of the alphabet, then learning say, long and short vowels, A versus ah, I versus I, and then started learning how to put very simple words together, and then started to put more complex words together, and then started to put sentences together, and then started to put paragraphs together, and then started to understand how information is logically organized when you read it so that you could follow it and your brain could take in the information and integrate it so many things, right? You can learn how to get stuff done, okay? So I'm going to talk today about some of the different things that I am getting done and how I kind of, you know, bucket that out. But for sure, I'm just going to start with some of the basics, okay? So um, one, goal setting, okay? Uh, I know some people hate goal setting, I actually like goal setting, love it, love a fresh new year and a calendar and like a new quarter and a new goal. I love it. I think that most people don't actually hate goal setting. What they hate is how they feel about themselves when they don't follow through on their goals. And if that's you, I hope you're having a little aha moment here. Goal setting is not a problem. Goal setting is pretty simple. I want to get this much done by five o'clock today. That's the goal. That's not actually a problem. What's a problem is how you feel about yourself or how you treat yourself if you don't get those things done by five o'clock. So that is something to really be aware of, that writing off goal setting just because you don't like how you feel if you don't meet the goal 
is probably not the most effective strategy. So basically with getting things done, it's what is the goal and having some awareness of that. So a couple things that I have going on in my life running a business, there's content creation, having create, which is like creating this podcast right now, having created the content, then it's putting the content in its proper place online. So putting it with my podcast host, then putting it on my blog, on my website, then, you know, if a tree falls in a forest, did anyone hear it make a sound? Well, if a blog post or a podcast episode is created, but it isn't actually pushed out to the people who might want to know that it exists, did it make a sound? I don't know. I will let the philosophers debate that one. But the next step is then something has to be created to go on to social media, right? And because we all know all the things about all the algorithms, um, social media does not always show everyone who follows me uh, the content that I put out. So if you didn't know that, by the way, um, please make a point of actually going to my actual profiles wherever you follow me on social media to see if you missed anything, because that happens too. Then there's also creating a newsletter. So there are all of these steps. It's not just like you create one thing and then poof, you sit back and like the business is running. There are these other steps. And I know that there are a lot of business owners out there who are like, you just hire out a team for that. Well, not everybody has a team. And today as I record this, I don't have a team. I have had teams of up to 15 people. And right now it's just a me, myself, and I kind of situation. So that's fine. It's, I'll get it done. But my goal essentially with creating this podcast content is to complete all of those steps end to end. And I need to have it done by a certain date because this podcast is going to be released by a certain date. So once I know my goal, which is to have all of those steps completed end to end, I do have them written out. Although at this point, like I have a tracker Um, But at this point, I don't really need to consult it because I remember all the steps. I'm aware of what all the steps are. But essentially, I have this goal. I got to create the content and do all the steps to actually get it out into the world. I know when I I want this podcast episode to go live. So I have a deadline. And the thing that I do that is such an effective thing for getting things done, take this tip. I buffer my deadlines. If you agree with my hypothesis that people don't actually mind goal setting so much as they mind how they feel about themselves when they aren't meeting the goal, if you agree with that, buffering your time is an amazing get shit done strategy. Because if I tell myself, let's say that I want this podcast to go live on, say, the first of the month, okay? If I know that I want it to go live on the first of the month, I buffer my time. I actually set a deadline for myself of having the podcast recorded and getting all of the graphics and the things and the newsletter and all that created one week earlier. Why? Because I don't like how I feel about myself (laughs) if I'm working on it 24 hours before it's supposed to go live. Okay? So buffering time is the get stuff done strategy that I have used to 
not have to feel bad about myself, about goals, not feel under the gun. And it also really comes in handy for those things too. Cause like, you know, I'm a mom, my kid might get sick. I might get sick. Um, I might have other things going on. I, I might get invited to a party. I don't want to say no to a party invite just because I didn't get my stuff done, you know? So it really becomes, what is my goal? What do I want to get done? What's the outcome that I want? And then when I look at my time, how do I buffer my time? Now, I alluded to the fact that I have a task list, a to-do list. Um, I don't need that list anymore because I have created so much content at this point that I understand that it's create the content, get it to the place where it's hosted, create the content that's going to go onto social, create the content that's going to go onto the newsletter. You know, it's like I, I understand that those are all of the different steps for getting this done. But I still do have the, t- the to-do list there just in case I start to feel overwhelmed. Because let's hit on the next truth about getting stuff done. We resist getting stuff done when we feel overwhelmed. So if there is anything you can do to reduce your overwhelm, you got to make sure that it's that it's happening. And a task list or a to-do list can reduce overwhelm. Because for sure I have those days where lots going on, maybe I'm getting pings and dings, maybe I'm getting, maybe I got some stressful news or information, maybe I'm just tired. Having some kind of a list that I can consult is helpful for me to just keep myself focused. And for sure, if you are someone who struggles more with executive thinking, executive functioning, executive tasks, you know, ordered tasks, things like that, having a to-do list of some kind is 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 just going to really help you. And breaking down one task into smaller, more manageable subtasks is helpful. If I think to myself, I got to have this whole podcast ready to go by tomorrow, let's just say that I had to have something done in 24 hours, that would be overwhelming. But if I say to myself, okay, I want to have a podcast done and out to the world in 24 hours, let me just go through. Okay, first, I'm going to get my outline together. Next, I'm going to hit record. Next, I'm going to upload the podcast to my podcast host. It's just so much smaller, so much more manageable, and it actually feels good to just be able to cross things off of the list. Tied to these lists, I have had the experience before, although I think I manage it well now, and so I'm sharing this with you as as another tip. I, I have more than one thing going on, right? I have the podcast that I'm creating. I'm also pretty much always in some state of learning about some new concept related to psychology, cultivating discipline, habit formation. So I I read and research a lot. I enjoy it. Then I've also got one-on-one coaching clients. Then I've also got coach training. I've got all these different buckets, so to speak, that are part of my business model. And I've had the experience before, so maybe you've had this experience too. If you sit down and you go, I'm going to do these things. And then when you think of one task and you're making your list, you suddenly think of tasks that go on another list. Here's a super simple way to reduce the overwhelm and get things done if you find that one task seems to multiply and explode into 100 tasks and then it feels really overwhelming. 
you get a different sheet of paper for each bucket. So if I'm sitting down trying to work on a podcast outline and I'm thinking of to-do list stuff for for the podcast, and then I think to myself, oh, you know what? This would actually be a really good chapter in this book I'm working on. And then I think to myself, oh, oh gosh, I just remembered. I meant to get that email back to that client who asked me that question. I got to go do that email right now. I completely forgot to respond to it. It's been two days. I, I don't like to let emails go, oh, gonna... hold on a minute. Pause. You don't actually have to go email the person right now. Get out a sheet of paper. Write down all the stuff you need to do for your podcast. Have another sheet of paper right beside it. Write down the stuff you got to do for your coaching clients. I'm using the example for me, but obviously if you're not a coach, you're going to use the example related to whatever profession or things you're working on. And then if there's something else, you know, just another sheet of paper, just have these like three or four or however many different sheets of paper where you list out the things that are tied to that particular category of tasks. So instead of putting a podcast task and a research task and a book writing task and a coaching task all on the same sheet of paper, just separate it out by categories. All right, so now here's the next one. And this is something of a preference. To get things done, I am a big fan of batch processing. People have heard me say this before because I've, I've also done speaking gigs and somebody came up to me after a speaking gig once where I was talking about time management and they said, the first time you said batch processing, I thought you said bitch processing. <laughs> That's so funny to me. Um, I'm not talking about bitch processing. I'm talking about batch processing, meaning you batch together tasks and knock all of them out. So me personally, this is a personal preference. I find it helpful. If I'm going to sit down and pay bills, I like to, first of all, I like to automate as much as I can. So there, there we go with another get things done task. Like if you can automate your bills, right, do it. Get it automated, you know, automate, you know, having a, a subscription to the things you use all the time so that a new supply of them just will come once a month, you know, automate whatever you can. Like, we don't live in this age of technology for nothing. All right. But let's say that I'm going to sit down and pay my bills. I want to do it just all at once. If I'm going to create podcast content, I usually sit down and create multiple outlines for multiple episodes at a time. And then I will usually sit down and do a batch of recordings of podcast episodes back to back to back to back to back. And that works out well for my life because if you do a podcast, you know that noise in the background can be a thing. And I have a kid, so there's usually some level of noise in the background if she's home. So I try to batch it for when she's not home. Answering emails, I try to do that as a batch. Um, So there are all of these different things that it works really well for me because I really like the feeling of relief that I have of I got all of that done. I like that there's no task that's just kind of half done. I like that it's like I got my podcast episodes recorded for the entire month. And since each podcast episode is about 30 minutes long, it's about two hours of talking. I'm okay. You know, I can do about two hours of talking. 
If I felt like I that was too much, I would just, you know, break it down, as I said earlier, into smaller, more doable tasks. So this batch processing approach that I use, I recommend that people try it out because at least for me, the other thing that happens if I'm doing a lot of things is I, I feel just more overwhelmed. It feels busier somehow. If I'm running to this store and then coming home and trying to do this task and then going over here and trying to do this other thing, it just, it feels like too much. And I, I don't, who wants to feel that way, right? So really finding a way to batch process tasks. Now, in terms of getting things done, the other thing that helps is to know what type of environment you like to be in when you're getting things done. How you focus your time matters, okay? So um, I would say that I'm somebody that prefers to have just like absolute quiet when I can't, when I'm doing any kind of focused work. I really don't like to have um, music playing in the background, usually. Um, things of that nature. But what I have found is that actually you can, in the right context, use your environment to fit what you want it to be. So that was a very weird way of phrasing that. I'm considering deleting, but no, I think I'll keep it. I think you guys will get it. So let's say that I'm sitting down and I find that it's too quiet. I just said that I like it really quiet, but sometimes it's too quiet. Or let's say that I'm sitting down and I just can't quite get into the zone. Maybe my neighbors are being really loud, which, by the way, I don't fault my neighbors if they're being really loud. If anybody's neighbors are being really loud, let me just editorialize on this for like 30 seconds. It's probably because they are doing lawn care. And I squarely place the blame for all the lawn care noise in the world at the hands or the feet, rather, of an HOA. Homeowners associations can suck it because they make everybody overwater their lawns so that the grass is bright green, and then they make everybody spend all of this time on lawn and yard work. (laughs) I hate it. Um, I no longer live in a neighborhood with an HOA, and if life is kind to me, I never will again. HOAs can suck it. So let's say I'm trying to get some focused work done, and my neighbor through no fault of their own, because the HOA makes them, is running their lawnmower, running their weed whacker, raking leaves, scrape, 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 whatever time of year it is, right? The thing I will do now is I actually have um, a coffee shop playlist that I found on Spotify where it sounds like the noises of a coffee shop. And they're very rhythmic and they don't have these loud or sudden noises that would otherwise divert my attention. So I'll actually put on my headphones and put on that playlist and then start doing my work. And it usually takes me a few minutes, but once I can kind of sink in, the coffee shop noise kind of becomes white noise. So I bring that up to you because some people here who are trying to get things done might work in houses like I do with kids in the next room. They might be in busy office environments, um, I'm so remote work, pro remote work, be at home, all that, but not everybody has control over that. And I think that if there's anything you can do to try to get your your auditory field just kind of like tuning out the rest of the world, that is something that I found to be a really helpful hack for getting things done. And then last, 
um, anything that you can delegate or automate. Um, so I know that this is a really obvious thing, but anything you can look at to delegate or automate, super, super helpful. And one of the biggest things that I have automated in my personal life is meal planning. Um, this started several years ago. I was training for a half Ironman and I knew that it was going to take quite a bit of my time. And I also knew that I needed to get in and out of the grocery store really, really quickly. And I knew that I needed to um, not put a lot of time or stress into meal prep. So I basically sat down and I went, okay, what's like 10 dinners that we can rotate through and go straight through these, these 10 dinners in order? And then if it's always these same 10 dinners in order, we're not eating the same things back to back to back night after night. I will always know what I need to grocery shop for. And the preparation of those 10 dinners, I made sure was it was stuff that was pretty quick. It's pasta, you know, I mean, it's nothing very exciting. Um, it's like a chana masala pre-prepared jar of, of sauce from the grocery store combined with chickpeas. I have a rice maker, um, things like that. So to get things done, basically, what are if you can identify those tasks that are taking up the majority of your time and find a way to make those things automated, that is really helpful. And I'm bringing up the meal planning example because we think of automation with things like paying auto pay of our bills. We don't usually think of them with meals. The other thing I'll throw in there with um, some kind of automation is that if there's a task that's really time intensive, but I cannot actually, you know, delegate it or delete it or automate it in some way, um, I try to find some way to double the effectiveness of my time. And so here's an example of what I mean by that. It's the task that definitely comes to mind. Um, pickups and drop-offs for school. Pickups and drop-offs for school. Oh my God. Any parents who know, if you know, you know. Sitting in car line. <laughs> Even just driving. My kid's school is like 20 minutes from my house. So 40 minutes round trip. So here's what I try to do, okay? When my kid is in the car, I actually make a point of having some questions that I ask her so that this is connection time. Because so, to me, the commute itself is like just kind of this wasted time otherwise, right? Like I'm just driving somewhere and it's kind of a pain in the butt. It takes me away from other things I'd rather be doing. So if my kid is in the car, make it connection time. If she's not in the car, it is podcast time, baby. So all those, you know, we've all probably gotten into some level of wanting to listen to more podcasts than we actually have time to listen to. I'm looking at you, Andrew Huberman. <laughs> Huberman Lab podcast. It's one of my favorites, but his podcast episodes are like two hours long. And I'm trying to get caught up. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm just, I'm like a year behind. I want to go in order because he often presents the information in order. So I want to go in order. Anyway, looking at you, Humerman. Um, podcast time. So if I figure that I am driving to do a pickup drop-off for my kid at least once a day, there have been times where I've had to do both morning and afternoon pickups and drop-offs for school. These days, I mostly just do the afternoons. 
let's just say that I every afternoon, five days a week, I have a 40 minute commute, 20 minutes to the school, sometimes five or 10 minutes sitting in car line, and then 20 minutes back. It's about an hour of my time. Whatever time my daughter is in the car, which is about 20 minutes to, you know, come home from pickup, that is our time. And I actually think in advance of questions I can ask her about her day, about what excites her, about her interests, about her favorite book she's reading, whatever it might be. So that I try to make connection time. When she's not in the car, it's my podcast time, 20 minutes times five. That is, you know, well over an hour, basically about two hours a week, roughly, where I could get caught up on those podcasts, right? And I think it's a good thing to have that, you know, couple, it ends up in the aggregate being a couple hours of connection time. So basically for getting things done, for anything that you can't automate, at least try to make that particular task do double duty for you and for your life. So these are my my thoughts on trying to, uh, or not trying to, on getting things done. And I think a lot of it really comes down to, to get things done, you just got to do it. And I, I know that that is not always a very popular message. You know, people want the hack or they want some way to not feel like it's hard. It, sometimes it just is hard. Sometimes it just is, I am sitting down for this amount of time and I am getting things done and that's what I'm doing. And it's not sexy and it's not interesting and it's not anything more involved than that. But what I will say is that these approaches of really going, okay, how do I know what my goal is? How do I buffer my time? How do I break things down to be more um, into action steps on a to-do list if I need that? How do I kind of bucket or categorize the different types of tasks that I need to do? And then how do I really create focus in some way? Um, knowing the type of person that I am, I want to focus in batches, not bitches, batches. <laughs> it just really was very funny. Um, and then how do I want to create an environment that's the most conducive environment to my focus? Those are all things that I use to get things done. And then, like I said, I automate whatever I can. And if I cannot automate something, at the very least, I try to do whatever I can to make that time spent on a particular item do double duty for me so that it's not a complete waste of my time and I can get value out of it in some way. All right, that's today's episode of the Your Courageous Life podcast. Thank you for listening. To dive in deeper and continue the work, head on over to yourcourageouslife.com. See you there.